Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Warm Now Queen, a candid and adult take on queer life quandaries at a certain age. So please listen at your own discretion. Presented by Bernie and Tommy, the views here are purely those of the content providers and in no way reflect those of any service you may hear this program on. Now, please let your ears be upstanding for the <coughs> Old Queens. Full of like nature to start with, like on the Brecon Beacons Hills, horse riding, lots of red wine, lots of conversations, sat in front of an open fire, lots of foraging for mushrooms as well, because we were with a group of foragers who were very into that side of life. When When you say a group of foragers, are they people that just forage for their food? Well, there was one in particular, really, and he makes his career out of go- t- taking people for forage walks. Is he an exclusive forager? No, I've oh, seen okay. him in a packet of crisps. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that makes me feel better about my life. Um, I very often forage in supermarkets. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Uh, and it depends what's in season, to be honest, as to what I get. Well, in Lidl, you know, they have a whole seasonal section good so i'm always there thinking what can i do with a what radish <laughs> have you got any radish re- recipes i like to cut up a radish rather finely mm. also a pear um make a dressing of lemon and vinegar and chill it as a salad even stick up a few ice cubes on it so it's very crisp mm. and that's quite a nice salad Ooh, radish is quite hot, though, isn't it? Mm, it's got a spice. It's got a kick to it, but I, but not like it's not mm. like a chili pepper. No. Okay. Yeah, it's quite watery. Yeah, I think mm. I quite like radish. I love them. Yeah, they're probably very good for you as well. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, maybe I'll look up what the yeah what come what over to for. the radish side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun over here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, what do you do? Is there any other special things you do with the radish? Um, I just stick them in a salad. Is there? Really. I mean, is there a kinky act with a radish? You know, like there is with a bit, too, of, bit of ginger. Really too, maybe I would say that they're too small to do much with. Okay, <laughs> we don't make anything small. No, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but on a different level, in medieval France, sex poems were very popular. Oh, okay. So before Pornhub, people were getting their rocks off by listening to travelling players. Before, I mean, you're a travelling player. Mm. This would have been you mm. in medieval France. Composing the sex poems. Composing mm. and performing the sex poems. Mm. We'll get their rocks off by listening to travelling players performing comic, filthy sex tales mm. and poems called Fabulo. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> that's this is me. This is your career. <laughs> And they used to have titles like The Maiden Who Couldn't Hear Fuck, The Knight <laughs> The Knight Who Made Cunts and Arseholes Speak, The Priest The Priest Who Peaked, and the Bear Ranger of the Long Arsehole. Have you ever listened to James Joyce's like love or, or read his love poems to his girlfriend no they're like so filthy they're like i want you to fart in my mouth and again fart and, and it's like it's really funny oh my god yeah. i didn't know james joyce mm. did racy poems mm. like that well they're just letters but yeah they're le- okay mm. did he have a fart fetish i think just like a whole like just what you call it just anything anal I had a barbecue on Saturday and I put the barbecue on a wooden chopping board, Mm. which was a bad idea (laughs) because it burned the chopping board all the way through. It was also on a wooden table, but it didn't manage, it didn't touch the wooden table. But I was like, this is a really strong barbecue smell. (laughs) And it was actually burning the whole chopping board. Quite smoky. Have you still got it? Um, Well, it was one of those disposable barbecues. But I put it onto I'm the on chopping, chopping board, board, and then the uh, the next day's barbecue, the next day's disposable barbecue, mm. which I've got there, mm. and that's been burnt through a little bit. Oh, and it smells. Oh yeah, I thought it smelled a bit smoky. <laughs> Do you know how Maria M- M- Maria Callas managed to stay so thin? Oh, tell me. Well, she used to eat raw bacon because it would be. Um, Full of um, worms, worms, tapeworms. Yeah, so wow. they would be eating all the food that she consumed. Eating your, like a little parasite yeah. that eats all the calories. Yeah. I think I need one of those. Really, <laughs> it would save me a fortune in gym fees. Yeah, because I like a snack. Um, oh, tapeworms! Is there? Do you think there's a kinky sex act with a tapeworm that we could maybe look up? Let's Google. Uh, we'll Google it. We'll Google it for the next episode. Um, uh, freeze-dried ice cream is made using the same process used by the US space program to make food for astronauts on past and present space missions. So apparently it is. I mean, I didn't believe it, to be honest. But uh, We take the ice cream you know and love and with the power of freeze-drying... 
create a yummy new, new sack, snack, a yummy new snack, frozen in time, yet not frozen in temperature. <laughs> when you remove the water from the ice cream, what do you have? A delicious, crunchy, creamy sweetness that melts in your mouth, sandwiched between two chocolatey wafer cookies. I mean, this sounds perfect, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to me because I re- recently read uh, an article which was talking about feed, plain airplane feed, mm. and that if you were to taste the feed while you were on the ground, mm. yeah. it would taste really salty and really sugary. But, but that's what Richard Dominici did. Really? A piece where he created a whole aeroplane, like... And you add food in there, yeah, to demonstrate that point, and oh, but just really? everyone just loved it, so it was kind of unsuccessful. <laughs> oh, it was a project. That's really funny. Apparently, freeze-dried food can be stored for many years without refrigeration, mm-hmm. as long as you keep them in an airtight sealed container. Once open, consume within two days. I think we've managed that. Best before the the date at the bottom of the packet, which is the 21st of February uh, 2022. So, I mean, we've we've eaten them well within the recommended guidelines. Well, we should give ourselves a pat on the back. I I think so. Um, Have you had any disastrous dates? Um, The only thing that springs to mind (laughs) is a stupid thing. I don't know whether I should say this. Just opening a wrapper of a condom mm. and my front tooth falling out. <laughs> does that well, count? That's it's like an embarrassing of... moment. Yeah, well, I guess Well, and also does. very expensive. Yeah, well, but for but dental to, work. You to pay? <laughs> yeah. Did you get them to pay for some of it? I, um, I did tell them how much it cost. Right. Did they offer? No. Oh, <laughs> I would just send them the bill <laughs> with a note saying, should we go 50-50 on this or what? <laughs> or are you paying for everything? <laughs> um, I'm noticing that I'm like drinking two glasses of wine to your one. Well, you can fill me up a bit more. <laughs> I, I've had quite a few disastrous dates, mainly in the days of gaydar. So um, I had a date with a mad Dutchman and so I'd arranged to to meet him and his profile was I-O-N so I was calling him Ion Man and um, uh, beforehand because I didn't really know how to pronounce it so I I met him outside the Hippodrome at 7.30 which used to be the place that you used to meet everyone yeah well it's central everyone knows where it is Mm. And I turned up, and as soon as I arrived, he started walking away. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. So I, I ran up and mm. caught up with him and was like, oh, hi, hi, hi. And um, he wasn't saying anything to me, like not talking to me at all. So I was trying to make conversation. So I was like, oh, so um, how do you pronounce your name? And uh, he went, Yang. And I was like... Yan. He was like, yes, Yan. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I think he's, I think he's a little bit angry with me for some reason. So, and I was like, oh, and um, what do you do again? And he was like, swimming instructor. 
And I was like, okay, so you're a swimming instructor. He's like, yes, swimming instructor. I was like, okay, so you're a swimming instructor, great. Um, and I instantly smiled to myself because I was thinking, oh, this is, this is going to be a story. Um, so we, he wanted to go to the Rummer to have a drink and it was closed and he had a fit because it was it was closed. He was like like stamping his foot and ha- in a rage and and uh, I mean I should have should have seen warning signs then really shouldn't I? I was, was going to say I can relate to that. Okay. Well, they yeah. do do really nice cocktails in there. They do, uh, and he obviously wanted a nice place for us to go. And I was, I was like, look, just calm down, calm down. I said, there's a there's a lovely place called Renato's just around the corner. Mm. We'll go there and have a drink. Uh, it'll be fine. So we go go to Renato's, have a drink, and he has a pint, and I have a glass of wine, and uh, and I notice as we're we're talking, his his pint is going down really, really quickly. Like my glass of wine. <laughs> he's like, "Do you like sipping the wine?" And I was like, "Yes, I like sipping the wine." I said, "You obviously don't like sipping the beer." Um, uh, and I said, "Well, uh, so you're from Sweden, Holland." Dutch people, where are Dutch people from? Dutchland. And um, I said, oh, so what What? What do you... Dem- no. Denmark. <laughs> like the Copenhagen. That's <laughs> oh, terrible. You can edit this. Tulips down. from Amsterdam. Anyway, um, <laughs> I said, so what, what do you... What, how, how is it living in England? You know, how different is this from, from where you normally live? And he was like, well... He's like, what I don't like is when people say that they will do one thing, but they don't. And I was like, well, what do you mean? But they, when they say they're going to do something and they don't do it. And I was like, so what, what, what do you mean by that? And he's going, well, for example, tonight, you late. And I was like, what? He said, you were late. And I was like, oh, how late was I? He went, three minutes. I was like, oh, three, three minutes. Is, is that a problem for you? And he was like, no, 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 no problem, no problem. He said, but next time you're late, I don't come. I was like, okay, uh, fine. Do you want another drink? Great. So I went up to the bar and uh, some friends of mine were there. They'd just come in and I said, look, can you come and join our table? Because mm. I'm on a date with this strange man who seems to be rather angry with me for uh, for some reason which I can't fathom um but uh come and come and come and join us and have a chat uh so they joined and we're having a laugh and a joke and he he kind of acts a bit diff- distant from the group and kind of sits you know opposite and there's a there's a, like a gas fire in this this place not an open fire it's a gas fire and someone came in handing out flyers and they just handed him a flyer and he just threw it on this gas fire. <laughs> <laughs> my friend was like, did he just throw the... I was like, yeah, he did. That's, it's fine, it's fine, don't worry about it. Uh, and then a, another friend in the group had this hat and we were all trying on the hats and just, you know, looking funny and having a nice joke and stuff. And so I, I, need, I thought I need to bring him into the conversation, bring him back into the group. And uh, so I put the hat on his head and uh, it stayed there for all of like 20 seconds and then he lifted it off and threw it into the fire 
Meanwhile, Mrs. Renato, mm. Mama Renato, who runs the place, comes in, looks at the fire, looks at him, looks at me. I'm like, it's no- nothing to do with me. <laughs> uh, giving me daggers. And then I was like, I think we'd better leave. So uh, I managed to get him up and, and, and go. Um, I still slept with him. But yeah. but why would you not? But the friend whose hat, what happened to them? Well, I mean, I think they were uh, they were annoyed. I mean, he was... It, I've got it in my head that it was a beret. It wasn't a beret. It was actually a trilby type oh, right. hat. So it was a quite... Yeah, it was a meaty hat. Mm. Um, it wasn't like something flimsy. So it was going to burn for a while. Anyway, it was a little bit of a disaster. I did sleep with him. He Let's just put... He had a good time. I didn't. And then I decided I was going to leave and he really didn't want me to mm. and tried to force me to stay. And I was like, no, I'm leaving uh, and left. And I just thought, I'm going to forget this. This is this whole disaster of a date. I'm going to forget. And I, it, that'll be over. Now, I'm just thinking that if we were to play out at this moment, mm. we would have Tom Jones singing, you can leave your hat on. <laughs> <laughs> You can. Well, um, I thought that was the end of it, but it wasn't. So do you remember years ago in, there used to be a magazine which was like Time Out called Venue in Bristol. Mm. And it used to have a little section. They actually made a TV programme out of it. It was called Mm. I Saw You. Remember it very well. And you'd always look through it every week to see if anyone saw you. Mm. And obviously they hadn't. Anyway, I, I was an avid I Saw You reader just in case, you know, someone had. And um, there weren't one, but three references to um, the hat-burning ritual and Renato's on Friday night. (laughs) But not from him? Not from him, from people that were just in Renato. I mean, it was packed on Friday night. It was very busy. And uh, and there was me reading it, mortified, thinking, oh, my God, I thought I'd never relived this nightmare of a day do people ever stop you in the street and say were you there that <laughs> were you there at the hat burning ritual at <laughs> Renato's um, no but thankfully that doesn't happen anymore because now you can just go and have sex with people and just forget about it so mm. um, which, which also yeah, comes with a whole host of baggage as well and I've had a few disastrous kind of uh, stories to tell from that as well but I, I'll save that for another episode yeah. Um, anyway, we're going to take a little break there and uh, we'll catch you in a bit. Um, have you seen any of the queens which are on Drag Race UK? Because I thought they might be in, might be on a similar circuit to you. Um, so I know some of the ones that are on the other TV show called Drag SOS. Yeah, Drag SOS, yeah. Is on yeah. Channel 4. Yeah. yeah. So Cheddar Gorgeous. I know Cheddar Gorgeous. Yeah. But you're not really into Drag Race? No. At all? Why not? Something about the fact that they always present Immaculate is just boring to me. Yeah, I mean, I think there's different styles. I think the American one is probably dictated by 
they have lots of kind of pageants, don't they? So yeah. they have lots of drag queens, that, and the look is everything. Yeah. The British one will be interesting because drag over here is kind of all about performance. And I've I've worked with like the Blue Lips, which had a drag commune like in the sixties and seventies, and have hung out with them now, and they're all like in their 70s and 80s and they're just like really inspiring because they just presented themselves really like quite shambolically right like just like turning up in all sorts of trash Mm. and I can get behind that I loved Kenny Everett when I was a kid yeah and Um, that's really trashy yeah and that that was just so funny to me And also bending those gender stereotypes on mainstream TV Mm. uh, in a time when you wouldn't really do that. But there's been a huge tradition of that in this country anyway, of comedians dressing as women. Mm. And, you know, it's like a theatrical tradition. I I like it when there is some kind of art form to it and they do something. It's not just about looking pretty. Mm. There is some kind of concept to it and there's concept to a performance. Mm. I want them to present something that I think about or laugh about or and is slightly more thought-provoking. But you'd, you've got a drag persona, haven't you? Yeah. So she is called Annette Curtin. And actually, because I've made her so located in my neighbourhood, Old Market, mm. she doesn't really translate that well outside of that. <laughs> I mean, like, she's a nosy neighbour with a difference, so you kind of perceive that she's, like, being quite judgmental over other people. But actually, what she's got kind of a deep sense of community and because old market is a place that's really changing culturally her like major concern is like where are these kind of other characters Mm -hmm. where are they going to go because everything's becoming like um gentrified gentrified and kind of like bland and beige really yeah um and so she's a big supporter of like the other the other (laughs) (laughs) Um, I played a cross-dressing uh, sex shop owner in a film once. Where I used to, I had to drag up a lot. Mm. In fact, there was a montage where I think I had to wear fifteen different outfits in the afternoon. And I think that's what amazes me about some of these drag queens because they don't. It's not just about dressing up as a woman. It's about doing the makeup and the hair, and mm. the, but also then performing on top of that and dancing and. And it's, yeah, it, I think some of them are amazingly talented and mm. it's, it's quite phenomenal, all the stuff that they have to do for their art, as it were. Yeah, but the makeup is like an art in itself. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, is an art in it. I mean, I I had a makeup artist who mm. did all my stuff. I can't do it myself. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think my hands are steady enough. A bit. And I did do this one thing where I was asked to perform in a festival and it was right at the end of the festival and quite often with these kind of festivals I I leave before it's at it's, it's the end of the festival mm. but this festival I stayed until the kind of the last closing hours and so how the festival was en- ended was I think there was a pack of about 15 of us all dragged up as as kind of drag artists some of the people had never done drag before and we just went onto the festival site and all found different locations within the site and all just found places 
to situate ourselves and just to cry. <laughs> like, we just cried oh, wow. everywhere. Like, we just walked around crying and we wouldn't engage with people in terms of talking. We would just cry at them. And that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> what was the premise like, behind that then? Well, it wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't my idea. It it came from a kind of conceptual art point of view, I think. Um, But uh, I felt like maybe it was the last foray in terms of a festival in the last hours. And there was all these kind of tragic queens arriving. Felt very tragic. <laughs> but it is interesting what you said earlier because I think I remember that years ago when I first came out, I, there was a um, benefit at the watershed in Bristol, and there were a group of us that did drag, and <clears throat> all of them went really glam, mm. and I I was more interested in the character side of it, so I went as Olive from on the buses. <laughs> but bizarrely, I got more attention than anybody else did. Mm. Well, that's a great character. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's, yeah, it's not always about the glamour. It's mm. more about the character mm. that you can bring out. Well, yeah, I can imagine that. I don't tend to go with Marks and Spencers other than Christmas. Okay. Looks like your little special treat. Yeah. Christmas. Mm. Okay. Today at work, we've already started Christmas conversations. Really? Planning the Christmas do, all that kind of thing. Oh, gosh. Mm. Um, I don't really like to think about Christmas until December the 1st. Well, now that I'm a one-day-a-week employed person, mm. these are the things that they talk about oh, God, in the team yeah. meeting. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm self-employed. Maybe I should think of having a... Yeah, you don't think about it if you're self-employed. Yeah, maybe I should think about having a Christmas do. We should have a Christmas do. I'm up for that. We should have a what that old queen mm. Christmas do. Mm. What well, what would be different about a couple of old queens having a Christmas do? Well, we could have Christmas-related snacks. Mm. Well, we're obviously going to have to do a Christmas episode, mm. so we can think about that. Um, we can think of what insect-based Christmas dishes we could have. What? Matthew, what would you like for Christmas? I'd like a a mortgage offer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you think Santa will bring you a mortgage offer? I want some, like, um... Uh... Uh... What, um... No, but I do want some. Un- I want some underpants that are um, ethically made um, and like high quality. So bamboo, you need to go for. I have been oh, looking at bamboo Jesus underpants Christ. actually. Yeah. So yeah, but you still need to be careful. But what the is thing this is, thing with bamboo? So bamboo is a very good fabric. Hmm. I've, had, I've got some bamboo socks. Yeah, have you? No, they yeah. I've got a bamboo coffee cup and then there's a pole backlash. So, as a fabric, very, very soft. Mm. Um, but you still need to be careful about how it's... Splinters. Well, no, how it's farmed. <laughs> the, same right. as, the same as any... Yeah. 
like cotton, anything like that, you still need to be very careful about how it's far. Right, Eth- ethically. And basically, uh, I, w- I want, um, I want like trunks, you know, like yeah. underpants that are down here rather than here because Ooh. I find that they chafe. Yeah, yeah and I, th- I get a kind of itchy I, crotch. St- I prefer gooch. a trunk. Yeah. Myself. And yeah. what about the brief? Yeah, yeah, but then you get a sweat. Don't you get an not itchy? Your sweat don't even touch. No, but not like here, like <laughs> there. When they're cutting there, it, I get like itchy balls. Um, have you? Well, you might have a like bit that. of fungus. Yeah. Have you tried? Yeah, I've had canistin, and that does yeah. work. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I, so I have do to do. Also, that. do you go to the gym well. and not shower after being to the gym? Um, I exercise, and sometimes I don't shower after. There you go. See, so you have to. And you wear the hat, do you wear carry on wearing those on that underwear for the rest of the day? Sometimes. Yeah, so no. Okay. So if you're not going to shower at the gym, so take a clean pair of, or when you exercise, take yeah. a clean pair of pants with you and change your pants. Because you're, you're yeah, just that would just get you. I only get do that hitch. sometimes. Usually I do, is, usually I shower. Anyway. Hammerston David as well. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you will, you'll pass. Yeah, actually, mm. we both bought canister at the same time, didn't we? Right. Anyway, were you both a bit itchy uh, together? Um, I'm recording this, by the way. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Charlie, what would you like for Christmas? Uh, hmm. I don't know. I'm pretty content at the moment. World peace. World peace. Labour government. A nice Irishman. <laughs> a nice Irishman. <laughs> As Prime Minister? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, he, he would be great. What's mm. his name? Leo Varadkar. Oh, God, yes, please. Yeah, he's quite handsome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything's better than what we've got. The Birches? No, not him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. What what would you like for Christmas? Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't touch me. I think I would like you as Prime Minister. I would be a really, really bad Prime Minister. <laughs> I think you might be quite a good one. You'd be bad in a good way. No one's taking a lot of shit, to be fair. Mm. Yeah. But I also don't know enough to be able to be Prime Minister. I do. No, but you get the advisors. You have advisors for all that shit. I mean, do you think any of the Prime Ministers know anything? The advisors, you'd need to be able to choose the correct advisors because if you end up with shit advisors, you get shit advice. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah, but. Like the Queen. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, What would you like for Christmas? Mm. Uh, Hmm. A minute silence. (laughs) (laughs) I really like the episode in Fleabag when they both attend a feminist lecture. Their sister and the lecturer says, how many of you would sacrifice two years of your life to look eternally young? (laughs) (laughs) And they look around and everyone it's like the <laughs> And from that I would like to look at time and the end. Okay. Isn't that modern feminism? 
still being feminist, but also wanting to look eternally young. I don't feel equipped enough to say either way on that. No. Um, David, Hendy? Um, actual word piece, please. Actual, actual word piece? Uh, no, do you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd quite like a Labour government. Yes. Here, here. The end. The end. Uh, so I've got a, I've got a few more questions here. Um, I'm a pup, but my face is pretty. Is too pretty for those goddamn awful pup masks. Can you recommend a high fashion alternative that will fulfil my need to serve face and keep my handler happy? Yours in perpetuity, Butch of Bristol. But it's got to be Phantom of the Opera, hasn't it? (laughs) Oh, I love that. I would like that. I think I'd rather wear a Phantom of the Opera mask than a... In pup style. In pup... (laughs) Than a pup mask. Yeah. Yeah, but is that more... The pup of the opera is here inside my mind. The puppy of the opera. (laughs) The puppy of the opera. Um... <laughs> I feel like you're more of a daddy if you're the Phantom of the Opera, though, than the pup. It feels like more of a daddy mask, oh, okay, rather than yeah. yeah. I mean, a Robin mask. I think Robin is more of a pup than yeah, but they're still that's that's they're saying that they're too pretty for that. Oh, yeah, but yeah. you're still showing some of your face. You're just covering you're, you're up just, the kind of eye area, aren't you? Well, you're just showing your lips, aren't you, and a bit of your nose. Yeah, uh, rather than covering everything up. Well, if they've got nice full lips... Yeah. Then, um, yeah, maybe that's the thing. Have you got any tips for nice full lips? Um, well... There is a, a product on the market. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. it's from Benefit. Right. Uh, it's like a lip balm. Right. Um, but it gives you a sort of, rather like the ginger. Oh, we right. It gives about. you a bit of a sensation. It gives you a tingling sensation and it, and it gives you the bee sting look. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the bee sting look. Yeah. So it puffs up your lips a bit. Okay. Mm. Oh, maybe that's, maybe that's a selling point for the, those insect snacks. Yeah. Beasting, yeah. beasting lips. Okay, all right. Well, we, we've got more questions. Um, um, okay, uh, I've got another question for us, dear old queens. You talk a lot about dating and relationships, but I still think one is fun. I'm currently in the market to upgrade my personal time in inverted commas and searching for some toys to enhance my experience. Oh, yeah. What do you recommend and where do I look for these toys? And that's for from asking for a friend in Bolton. So, <laughs> so he's talking about sex toys. Yes. Um, do you have any sex toys? No. Do, do you not? No. Wow. But someone was telling me about this and they said to me, and they, they kept saying... What I needed to do to make sure that I was ready and prepared for every eventuality mm. was start using a dildo more. Right. 
and um, and then they said, if you, but the problem with dildos is they're so expensive. Um, you could just use an apple and wrap it in a condom. And I was like, that's really weird. Apple, what? What? And he kept saying an apple. And then after a while, he went, sorry, I didn't mean an apple. I meant a carrot. <laughs> I mean, an apple is quite... It would be quite weird, wouldn't it? Well, I think you're you're into quite extreme yeah. things if you're going to put an apple inside you. Yeah. Um, but I've heard of carrots before. Yeah. And I've heard of people warming them up slightly in the microwave so their body temperature... Okay. So it feels... Thanks for the tip. Like... <laughs> there, is, uh, there is a carrot in my fridge. <laughs> um... Uh, and then we're getting into food fetish again. Mm. But, um, uh, yeah, dildos. I think you need to be quite careful with dildos because you need to have like a... They need to be like um, medical-grade silicone or rubber I because otherwise you can get quite toxic, cheap toys. What if you were to wrap it in a condom? I think, it, okay, if you wrapped it in a condom, it's probably safer, isn't it? Mm. Um but there, yeah, there's lots of things on the market. You can have a dildo, or you can you could get uh, like a, a prostrate pleaser. Uh, pleaser. <laughs> 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 yes, I mean, you can get ones that vibrate, or you can get like bigger ones, mm. metal ones, um, or masturbators. Yeah. What are those ones that that called that sort of emulate a hole and then you just? Well, that's a masturbator. Oh, okay. So there isn't there, but there's also a so thing. a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. Which essentially is a masturbator. Yeah, yeah. But there's also another thing that kind of grips on and then moves up and down. Oh. Have you seen that? I don't. Yeah, I think I have seen that, but I don't know what it's called. Um, a sleeve. It's like mm. a masturbatory sleeve, mm. perhaps. Um, when they say they're trying to, they're thinking about upgrading. Does that mean that they've already got the sort of budget end, and they want to go? Well, I said I'm. I'm thinking. I'm in the market to upgrade my personal time, so maybe they're they're fed up of doing it themselves and they want some extra yeah. to Where would you go if you wanted to get sex toys? Probably online because it's probably less embarrassing. Mm. Um But the I mean Ann Summers do, yeah. don't they? And they arrive in very discreet packaging. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um in terms of a dildo, I think if you're just starting out, then you probably don't want like a gargantuan one, do you? No. Um, you probably want a starter one or something like that. Um, you can get them where porn stars have like moulded their penises and or just daytime TV presenters. <laughs> Has Pip Schofield got a dildo? <laughs> I don't know what that'd be like. <laughs> I didn't imagine it would it would be adequate. Uh, but, but probably, yeah. I mean, it depends. I guess porn stars, you've probably seen it, so you mm. might you fancy you'd know them. the one you want. Yeah, you fancy them. You you mm. got 
the cut of his jib, mm. and uh, but that's what you want to insert into your mm. body. Um, Whereas Pip Schofield, Pip Schofield is an unknown yeah. quantity. Who knows? As far as I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe that's a new venture for him after the WeBuyAnyCar.com uh, advertising campaign runs out. Is that so what he's doing? Apparently, yes, he is, yeah. Okay. Um, along with uh, Good Morning. Mm. Uh, but uh, oh, I just recently got obsessed with Andy Peters. Andy Peters on now, Instagram. I'm just like he. I just watch all everything that he puts up. Traditionally, was a children's TV presenter, mm, and now he's a producer, re- right? I don't think. He, yeah, probably a little bit of producer, but mostly he sort of works for Lorraine Kelly. I'd love to work for Lorraine yeah, Kelly. It'd be a lot of fun. I wonder what sex toy she has. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Does she have a Pipscofield uh, dildo, do you think? Um, I don't know what she'd do. Yeah, potentially. Who knows? Maybe she'd have an Andy Peters. I imagine she's quite dirty. Mm. That Celtic blood. Mm. Mm. She's looking looking really good, isn't she? Yeah, she looks amazing. Mm. I love her. I mean, she's like a national treasure, mm. isn't she? Maybe she should be one of our wish list interviewers. Oh, she'd interviewees. Be yeah, uh, she'd probably be amazing. Mm. Um. Anyway, where are we going? Where should this guy get his sex oh, toys? Yeah. <laughs> it's just bogged down to like what shop <laughs> um, no, well, the, what was the question like should should he or what was the question like it was where, like where would what we... do we recommend oh right and where should he go and get them yeah I mean I mean it depends if you're into anal or not or whether you want something I mean you know is there a long letter there's there's not a long letter <laughs> there's there's like nipple clamps nipple suckers um, you know, masturbators, dildos, vibrators, prostrate ple- pleasers, mm. uh, it's all sorts. I mean, the world is your lobster in many respects. I've got a lobster Have that you? operates as a nipple clamp. <laughs> lobster nipple clamps. <laughs> Great. I, I love the sound of that. Mm. Um, I guess... What might be quite good is if you actually went in to see what the sex toy was like. Mm. I mean, a lot of these people that work in those shops are actually... Nothing phases them. They're very mm. pleasant. You know, they've seen it all before and they want to talk about their... Experience. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think I think some people get quite nervous about going into a sex mm. shop. Um, but maybe you shouldn't. And that's what they're there for. That's what you're there for. Mm. And go and ask some advice. Go and have a look at these toys and see which one's the best for you. Yeah, don't go right into us. <laughs> well, I'm glad that they've <laughs> glad that they've written to us <laughs> because it fills up a proportion of our show. That's true, you know. So, um, but uh, yeah, I think that that's the answer. Or if you want a more discreet option, buy online. But you know, it's potluck, isn't it? You might not mm. like it when it turns up. But if you're buying. Online, I would say play it safe. And then you can always go higher, bigger, better, whatever. Yeah, so if you're starting out, go small. 
and then look into uh, mm. increasing the pleasure mm. at, at a later date. Mm. Dear old queens, I often find myself pondering the cosmic mysteries, particularly those of the cosmic. Cosmos, sorry. <laughs> I often find myself pondering cosmic mysteries, particularly those of the cosmos. I mean, is that like, there's a word for that, isn't it? Because you're kind of saying the same thing in the same sentence. Um, do you think there is life on other planets? Might there be gay aliens? And would they sleep with me? And that's from, I think I've been anally probed in Bogner. What's a gay alien called? <laughs> a galien? Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Um, uh, wow. Th- this is quite philosophical. It reminds me of when the aliens came down in Spice World, the movie. Mm. And didn't they sort of have a bit of a feel of Jerry's breasts or something did they I don't, I don't it's been a long time since I've seen that movie yeah um, uh, I think I was drunk at the time um, uh, I, I don't know what do you think about alien life um, I uh, it's actually like it's not much I don't really think about it that much but now you're forcing me into a corner I, I would quite literally yeah <laughs> uh, I would um I would say that I would would believe that to be true. Well, when you think when you look up at the night sky and there's so many stars and mm. I mean there's billions and there's potentially you know billions and billions of planets. There's got to be life out there, isn't there? I mean, that's interesting that they always when you when they're presented to you in films or books or whatever, they usually represent some kind of version of a human form mm. which is slightly arrogant really for us to assume that it is a bit arrogant yeah but also maybe it's the perfect life form for the universe yeah mm. uh but who knows um i don't know would you have sex with an alien yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course or like a klingon i've got a little klingon kind of fetish i I'd quite like to have sex with a klingon what is a Klingon? I thought a Klingon was when it a little you did a poo and it stuck to you. <laughs> I'm not talking about piles again. Um, I'm talking about <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm sure there's gay aliens. If there's gay humans and gay animals, there's going to be gay aliens, aren't there? But how do we tap into them? I don't know. I mean, it's about bloody time they made themselves known, isn't mm. it? In a fabulous way. Mm. Uh, like, the, like, they... Like flying saucers have loads of lights on. They should just come down, playing disco, mm. and we all join them in a field in some fantastic kind of love fest. What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah. I've got friends that are doing a project called... I don't know. I think it's called, like, 20 Years of Life on Mars. And so they're, expe- they're like, researching the possibility of living on Mars. Right. Us humans, really. Mm. Has Mars... Have they said that there's no life form on Mars? Um, So, this is interesting because um, it looks like there used to be life on Mars because uh, Mars used to be 
very similar to Earth at one stage okay. in the past. I've got a very outlandish theory about Mars, which will make me sound weird. Mm. But I think humans are from Mars, and I think we um, refugeed here. Oh, okay. And that's why we don't really know what our history is, because we, we probably came here and destroyed the indigenous life and then... Is that the origin of my surname? It's the origin of your surname. <laughs> Marshman. I think you're very... I th- Marshman, Martian. Yeah. I think you are from Mars. What, how do you feel about that? I'm just pleased to be representing that community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alien, human, alien-human hybrid... You know, everyone's they, they welcome. They don't have that box to tick. Well, I know, and that's that's what I want. I mean, you can tick a Jedi box now, but I want alien-human hybrid box um, because I sometimes don't feel like I belong here either. Mm. Um, who knows? Uh, would, would they have sex with this person, do you think? Why don't they get into a... What are those circles called? Stonehenge? What? <laughs> like in fields where oh, right, a crop circle a crop circle I was just like hang around naked or in a thong in the centre of a crop circle and see what happens yeah and I would do it at like the spring or autumn equinox or um, spring or the summer solstice summer solstice yeah yeah so it's warm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, or Stonehenge, even, as long as the police are around to arrest you uh, and get rid of you. Um, yeah, and uh, wait for an alien to come and um, anally probe you. <laughs> or, or whatever they like yeah. to do. I mean, th- their sexual kind of uh, act might be very different from ours. That's true. Might be a bit scary. You might just touch hands and feel ecstasy. A la Barbarella or something. Well, that would make it a whole lot easier. <laughs> and a whole less messy, let's yeah. face it. <laughs> anyway, on that note... I think, yeah, but please keep us informed uh, yeah, pl- of your if, progress. If any of you have had sex with an alien, please do um, like, share and subscribe uh, to our podcast. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, um, uh, Podbean and Stitcher now. I love Stitcher because it has an LGBTQ plus section rather than a vague section that everybody else has. Um, and uh, But you can contact us on Twitter, Facebook, or email us via our website, whatthatoldqueen.com. But let us know if you've had sex with an alien or an alien experience. Mm. I mean, I want to hear about this stuff. Don't you? Totally. Yeah. And if any of those aliens have some outlandish snacks that they could share with us, that's also... Or a kinky act. Yeah. I mean... What are they snacking at? I don't know. <laughs> what are they snacking out of? <laughs> um, uh, you know, maybe... What, what kind of kinks do aliens have as well? I mean, is having sex with an alien a kink? Is there an alien mask that you can wear instead of a pup mask? I think that's already happening. I'm sure... <laughs> Is it happening right now? <laughs> Somewhere knew, in the world. I knew I was being anally proud. Um, okay, and on that note, we shall leave you uh, for this episode of What That Old Queen. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Tommy. Goodbye, Tommy. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>
You have been listening to What? That Old Queen? Presented by Tom Marshman and Bernie Hodges. The show was produced by Bernie Hodges in January 2020 for Hodge Podcasting. If you would like to discuss sponsoring this podcast, or you'd like to be a guest, or you just have a question for the Old Queens, please email hello at thatoldqueen.com or find us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.